You're listening to The Parallel Past, a podcast designed to elevate your mind, body, and spirit so that you can get everything you want out of life. The only question is, are you ready? All right, welcome back to The Parallel Past podcast. I'm your co-host, Nikita Moore. I'm your other co-host, Blair McClendon. <laughs> And again, it's season three, so we're all about highlighting different people and their hero's journey who are on their path, who are being bold and conscious and really just living their best life and helping those around them. So today, our special guest is Mr. Everton. <laughs> you want to go ahead and tell us a little about yourself? Of course. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate it. Um, my name is Everton Allen. Um, I'm a Miami-based uh, creative consultant, if you will. Um, I like to say I'm born, bred, and based down here. Um, it's very important to me to work in and kind of put out stuff in my community. So, um, yeah, like I said, <clears throat> I'm a full-time creative consultant. I'm also a brand owner, a uh, clothing and lifestyle brand uh, inspired by Miami called The 305. And, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for a minute, so I'm, I kind of like to think I'm an OG or, or vet in the game at this point. For sure. You definitely got some skin in the game. Yeah, bro. And just to, to speak a little bit more on that, kind of what got you into entrepreneurship and what made you take that leap? Well, wow. Um, so that's cra- it's crazy because it's like I'm coming up on five years in it. Um, but, you know, just to kind of bring it all together, I, uh, I started working in corporate in, I guess, 2011. Uh, at a Madison Avenue ad agency in New York, like my first job out of college. Then I came home, decided to come home. I ended up landing a spot with the Dolphins, spent some time there. Then I ended up working for the Marlins. But the biggest thing for me about working for these companies was, um, number one, I wanted to, I had the urge to like give back to my people, give back, like give my gift to my community. And then I also realized like there's maybe a dark side to business or like, you know, when you face adversity or when things don't go your way, it kind of like, I don't know, it just some, some, uh, uh, something happened that kind of like opened my eyes a little bit. So, you know, 2016, uh, I kind of jumped out and decided to just, you know, like I said, give my gift to my people. Um, now I definitely wasn't prepared for it. At, you know, as good as I probably should have, but you know, it's been a, it's been quite the journey, and I'm you know I'm grateful to be at the spot what that I am today at this point, you know, five years into it. Man, my hat goes off to you. <clears throat> I've been doing it for going on four years now. Yeah. So, bro, to stay in it that long and yeah. just the the mental capacity that you have to deal with this stuff. Um, I think that's one thing that goes untalked about, but we big salute to you, bro. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm in a, the, the cool thing about now is like, I'm in a, like I said, I'm kind of in this OG position. So I have a different vantage point. I understand myself a little better. I'm on my own, you know, kind of personal growth journey, if you will. That's, you know, in an ascension spot, ascension place. So at this point, like, I'm 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 in a good spot and I'm I'm happy to like definitely talk to talk to other people about these things because I think it's important at this point, you know, 
So you said you're in an ascension spot? Yeah, 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 definitely. Ascension season. So like um, spirituality is something that you acknowledge and is that something yeah. business? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I, you know, tap into angel numbers and I get readings from people. Um, I feel like I have like spirit guides and light workers that are just around me and my, you know, whether I'm getting my hair retwisted every week or um, I need somebody to be a creative director for a shoot for my brand. Like, I feel like I just have these light worker resources across the board that's kind of helping <laughs> in my ascension, if you will. That's dope. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. TV over here. I'm just lighting up because you see the same thing, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, got the, you know, I kind of, <laughs> I uh, even like growing my hair has been like a dope part of the journey because I started yes. in like 2014 or so. And it just took me forever to get like some legitimate length, you know, just like learning your hair and products and mm-hmm. talking to people and, you know, just waiting on the game to kind of come together. I finally have some left now, but uh, I just pulled them out <laughs> to uh, get a curl some love real quick. Yeah, you got to. You got to let it breathe sometime. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to do dreads. A lot of people are like, oh, you going to lock up? I'm like, nah, bro. I know I'm. Yeah, I, I can't do the locks. I don't, it, it would, my hair would be super long before I lock it. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I probably will always just keep it, you know, maybe I got commitment issues. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I, I feel like with mine, though, my hair grows so fast that if I lock it, like, I'm going to have to get it. Like on. yeah, all the time, bro. So That's I'm like, I'm as well just leave it how it is for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. but shoot, back. To- I was about to say one more thing on here. I feel like a lot of people are growing their hair out because um, so I cut my hair like I used to have long hair and I cut it to my shoulders back in maybe like three years, two years ago, two or three years ago. Just I was like, oh, I want to change. Like that'll be you know edgy. And then I started reading about like. uh uh rastas and like the power of your hair and i was like damn like i'm never gonna cut my hair again i'm gonna keep growing it just because it is an extension of you and there's so many like sensory things that we don't even realize that we can tap into because we're really not utilizing like our hair like you know like when you sit something and the hair stands up on your arm like there's mm-hmm. all these different cues so like now i'm trying to grow my hair back out because it's so definitely something like with the growing growing your hair journey i think there's power in that you know what I'm saying? Because you really got to commit. To patience, it. too. Patience. A, a big lesson in patience is growing your hair, especially for a dude, I feel, because, you know, that that, that, little, that little ugly phase in between might be a Oh, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, for a couple of months, I would look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, man, I'm about to cut this. <laughs> but Not there, like, yeah. you got to let it rock. I feel like when we started the podcast, I was going through that phase, and I'm like, I, I am not a fan, but I'm like, I just got to keep going. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. But ever since you yeah, said but, there were some things you wish you would have known before, like when you got into entrepreneurship, what are some? What are some of those things that you wish you would have known? Uh, well, number one, that you should probably have a lot more capital than you think you need to begin. Um. Um, I guess just having more business acumen would be nice, but the things that like I've picked up on over the years that have really helped me is like 
just learning about my industry, the fashion industry. Um, I worked in a retail store for like two years in my like locally just to like learn, you know, everything from production to pricing to how the consumer thinks. And but most importantly, I learned how to sell some shit. Mm. Like I learned how to take this product and get a customer to buy it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was like probably the biggest thing for me is like selling is such a powerful tool, especially like these days, you need to understand the art of selling in order to kind of be successful right now, because you can have a product, but if you can't get it off, then mm-hmm. but <laughs> True. True. Yeah. that's facts, right? You got to sell, you got to sell some shit. So that skill right there, like I never worked in sales in my life. Um, but like that, like acquiring that skill was definitely game changer for me. Um, and I was kind of like three years into the game, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Sometimes it even takes some time to figure out what it is that you need. Yeah, I, I think, and this is going to tie back to my question, but I think that's a big key in entrepreneurship is like it is a marathon. Shout out to Nip, but like you do have to just take it a day at a time, and you don't know what you don't know. So until you try some stuff and fail at it you're not going to know what's, what's working or not. So I think that's a lot of people's apprehension and to getting into it is like, well, what if I fail? It's like, well, what if you succeed? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep going. So um, yeah, just taking that step. But I was going to say that kind of coincides with what you said earlier, um, as far as the personal growth and like that journey, Mm -hmm. Um, how has entrepreneurship played as far as like, with your health and wellness on another tip because I know you work out all the time and yeah uh, what's that like I mean I'm at that point now but you know throughout the journey you know I I wouldn't say I knew how to prioritize my health and fitness as well you know I'm I'm more concerned about damn okay I got to get this work done I got to do this I mean I still struggle with that now you know uh the guys I work out with being there every day at 11 30 seven days a week so i could work out every day if i wanted to <laughs> but i because you know i'm still juggling learning how to juggle all the different things that i do i just kind of can do like three to four days a week but that's my mm-hmm. you know, i said that that's the goal i'm, I'm setting for myself so I'm yeah that, you know um but yeah like now uh it's it's uh becoming even more priority as I get deeper and stuff because um, not only am I doing it for my personal well-being and my uh, you know my business I'm doing it for the longevity too because I you know I'm trying to be at my best for as long as possible especially getting up there in age so um, right now I'd say like the biggest thing for me in terms of my personal well-being that I try to, you know, incorporate into my life is uh, working out, like I said, three to four days out of the week. And then I actually got uh, a black woman as a therapist. Uh, and that- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Evie. Yeah, she uh, got referred to me. And I mean, I'm only two sessions in with her. <clears throat> but life-changing already. Like, I, I was going to skip a week this week and, like, do it every other week, but I called her yesterday because some, some shit happened. I'm like, yo, I need a session this week. Cause... Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, I, 
I truly, because I was just having to talk to my uncle about the sea works and um, the juvenile justice system out here in LA. And um, he was just saying like, we just, we need like black men need therapy. We all need therapy. And the fact that there's such a big stigma, it's like we're walking around, our men are suffering. We're suffering. Like everybody's suffering. Cause it's like, we've been told that only white people go to therapy or only yeah. crazy people go to therapy, but no, like it's, so it's someone to help you solve problems. Like why not ask for help and solve? Cause we all got problems. Yes. Yes. I mean, but even like, uh, just learning your understanding yourself better. Like we, you know, I've kind of gone through life just, this is what life is, you know, not really even considering that there may be other perspectives or other, you know, another way to do things. So just kind of like what I've been doing is a kind of taking a step back, looking at things and evaluating, taking the time, giving myself the space to evaluate the way things are. And then, you know, like, damn, maybe that needs some attention or, Maybe I didn't deal with this properly or, you know, just different things like that. So it's, uh, like I said, probably life-changing, life-changing stuff. So we got to, uh, that's why I'm, you know, like I said, I'm I'm here to just kind of talk about it. Just let people know that this is what it takes. <laughs> this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? There's a lot. Of, yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people do that. Like you see success. But you, it's not a lot of people, especially in Miami, that is willing to be like, this is how you do things, or this is how I, even this is how I did it. Rarely, very rarely. So I'm trying to be that person at this point. Facts, bro. Like, <laughs> with everything I'm doing, I'm just trying to help, bro. So mm-hmm. in, that, in that same boat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Definitely. That's that. Was it, um... What made, was it a hard decision to actually go see a therapist? No, I mean, there's a a, a young lady down here that actually has a, her name's Ashley. She um, has a, a platform around mental health. Like she's one of the few people that's kind of operating in that space. Really dope person. Um, she, but she had a event for men at a barbershop and she had some, actually some black, men male therapists come speak to us so i actually um started sessions with one of them after that but as i kind of was going through it i realized i was like there was something i was missing and i think it was honestly just feminine energy so mm. now that i have that i think i'm I'm really getting what i need out of therapy so do you um do you meditate or do anything else to stay balanced outside uh, of that? You know, you know, it's funny. I know those are like like reading and uh, meditating are, are really popular as well and really important things to be done. But I don't uh, do as much as I I think I should. Like I have kind of with with my before my therapy sessions, she asked us to kind of do three grounding breaths to start the session, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm gonna start adding that into just like regular daily life before I work out, before I sit down and do work and just take some ground and breath to kind of get myself in that space. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I'll dabble with that. Uh, I, I, as a creative, I try to limit, uh, uh, limit my stimuli. So even <laughs> just like, I don't watch TV really, I, I don't, um, if it, if I'm watching TV, it has to be like something intentional. 
I kind of mm-hmm. mindless TV, which will be like chopped on Food Network because I like the creativity and the competition, but mm-hmm. uh, or, or news. Um, but I won't like like a show. I don't know how people like do seasons of shows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just telling the story or something. But I'm like, yo, like, nah, I need, I need more, <laughs> I need more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of fell into that same boat when I started this journey. Like, I'll read or like a like I like you said, watch something intentional, maybe on YouTube. But like, I, I hardly ever turn on the TV. Mm. And like, I mean, I'm into it's kind of tapered off a little bit, but. Uh, it's just sports in general, but I love hoops. So, like, I'll watch little three-minute clips of NBA games, get everything yeah. I need to know out of that three minutes. Yeah, you can. Or, of- like, I like F1. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'll watch stuff like that and modern architecture, but, like, stuff that I'm trying to bring into my actual life is what I would focus on or what I watch. But other than that, like you said, I, besides that, I'm trying to create, so... Right, 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 right. And that that creation part is so important Um, for you, Everton. Like, what helps you kind of tap into your creative mode? Um, Is there a certain formula you have that kind of gets you in that space? No, um, it's like a switch. I I mean, not even a switch because I'm all like, apparently, my mind just works differently. Like, I process. Like I'll process stimuli differently as a creative, I feel. Um, but in terms of like, all I got, all I need is just like time and inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I sit down uh, and like focus, the key, focus on the task at hand, I could create some dope stuff. And I've done like so much, so many uh, creative things. I don't even really even need like music or anything. Like I could just go at any point as long as I got the time I could do it mm. I feel like that's the yeah. beauty of entrepreneurship is you have that time you have that control over your time yeah. or you you know when you feel some inspiration you can act on it you don't have to wait yeah. till oh, I gotta clock out and right 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 no absolutely but I mean you know it could be it could be hard at times it could be overwhelming at times because you have literally all the time in the world but then it's like how do you allocate that time properly you know how much time is for work, how much time is for yourself, mm. for your relationship, how much time is for your fam. So it's a, it can, you know, it's definitely a luxury, but uh, again, that's probably something, even just how to, the best practices in allocating my time, I wish I maybe would have did some more research on that before mm. I started, because I remember the first day, <laughs> I started my arch like as an entrepreneur was August first, twenty sixteen. Lil Uzi dropped uh, a, a mixtape, and one of the tracks on there was "Not Do What I Want," and I mm-hmm. played that song for like the entire day because I realized in that moment that yo, I could literally just do, like I realized that power of I could do whatever the hell I want today in every day because I made a decision, you know what I'm saying, to kind of bet on myself. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you know, it's something I work on actively still to this day is, you know, time allocation. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's, it's such a different feeling. Like when you quit that corporate job and it's, it's just liberating, bro. Like I, that was such a massive weight off my back and 
same same boat as you like I got a playlist that's just empowering mm-hmm. songs like that so yeah uh, I definitely can relate <laughs> dang like, y'all just helped me realize because when quarantine first go every time I'm in grad school finish my PhD okay. um, <laughs> you know in August um but when quarantine hit, they shut down. So, you know, we weren't going into the office. And I basically was like, I was doing a little bit of grad school, but mainly like creating stuff on Instagram, creating like resources and leading seminars, all the stuff. I was doing what I wanted to do. And I was at the highest of highs I've ever been at. Mm-hmm. And then I realized when I was like, I was like, I mean, a few months ago, I was like, damn, am I depressed? So I was like, I felt different. Even though I was still, you know, high vibe, you know, I wasn't at that same level. And I went from, you know, basically being able to do whatever I want to like now working from 12 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. I was like, damn, like I had the taste of that freedom. But now that I've lost, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to get that back. I'm counting down the days. Yeah. There ain't nothing <laughs> like it. There ain't nothing like that freedom. Absolutely. I think, I think uh, you know, inf- like anything that probably infringes upon your time once you're in this space is kind of an annoyance. Even like, even for me, sometimes I say even client work can be a, a annoyance of my time type thing, you know, because uh, I'm still maybe not in that moment in full control of my time. Like mm. for me, I think the goal is like full autonomy. Like I really just like every almost everything's on autopilot, and I'm just creating as I see fit. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's the real bag. That's where it's at for real. You know. Yeah, having streams of income that just residual, just coming in, and then you can just do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're working toward. <laughs> that's what we, that's why we're working so hard now. Exactly, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to hit the homies and be like, hey man, here's some tickets. Meet me here. Yeah, yo. And they'd be like, well, I gotta work. I don't care. I'll pay that salary for whatever days that you miss, and bro, pull up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we out of here. Everybody's in that space, so it's like people just people could be sitting there waiting for that, you know, waiting for that moment because they know they dogs when they hear them like, "Hey, we we out to such and such." So you just got the bag ready in the car type shit. Like, yeah, that's that's hard. That's yeah, dope to me, you know. Um, you know, and even that's important to me as well as kind of the people that um that you're around. Like that's facts, bro. I like for years I always said like here's the sum of the energy that you keep around you. So, you know, if you around the around a bunch of broke people, you're probably gonna be broke too. If you around some people that's getting some money, probably gonna find some money too. Um, but so I'm I find myself constantly like evaluating those that are around me because mm-hmm. you know, you gotta be like, damn, like, what is this is this helping, you know, what I'm trying to do? I I'm I'm trying to live a certain lifestyle. I'm trying to be a certain type of person, but is this helping or is this hindering? You got to kind of evaluate, you know. Yeah, I definitely think it's a constant evaluation process. And like you said, the people around you, they got to be of a similar mindset and mentality. Like, especially if it's a certain vision that you have, um, you need to make sure that whatever is whatever you're working with or giving energy toward is in alignment with that same vision. So of course. for sure. Yeah. I would say even like, like a uh, family, you know, yeah. Uh, um, 
even like their energy completely down or they you know they might not even really understand what you got going on like i come from an immigrant family i don't really have as much like maybe family on the ground in miami but um you know we only know what we know so we i'm working twice as hard just to like build something from the ground up um without maybe the help of you know a parental unit or something like you know other people may have so um yeah yeah i think it's different too like with our parents generation Mm -hmm. i'm guessing they're probably in the same range but they were programmed a certain way. Like you need to go to school. You need to have this, this brick and mortar job, this nine to five, whatever. And then when you challenge that belief, it, it can kind of get a little, little yeah. dicey or it's not even necessarily dicey, but you just don't necessarily have that same support that you would have if you were doing what they thought was correct. Right. I mean, that, that was it for me. Uh, that was always like, I don't know, like my deal with my mom per se. Like I would just do every, I would do everything that she asked until I didn't, you know, until I fulfilled those requirements almost. Like went to school, yeah, graduated, got a job, bought a house. Like all right, that's the requirements you had for like my life, I guess, you know, because it's not what I want to do. <laughs> it was like that with me and my dad, same okay. situation. So. I checked off every box. I graduated from college. I bought I bought my first home. I had the corporate gigs. I did all this stuff. Yeah. I'm not fulfilled. Right. And it's actually making me feel like I'm suffering more and more every day. Mm. So yeah, I, I had my own events that that kind of opened my eyes and was like, nah, I gotta take the reins of this. Like yeah. I'm the captain of this ship. So Right, right. Damn. Crazy to like the commonalities, you know, that we all kind of have already, you know, I feel like it's just a bigger pool of like-minded individuals that probably grows daily. It's going to be real interesting, like, 10 years from now to kind of see what the world looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I think about it all the time, because, like, just going to UF and, and knowing you and having mutual friends with you, like, knowing you, but not, like, knowing you on a personal, personal level. But, like, I mean, it even goes along with how me and Makita started the podcast and why we named it The Parallel Past is because it's like, man, a lot of us really do share some commonalities that just aren't discussed until we've gotten up in age and we've been able to reflect a little bit and, and talk about some of these experiences, but it's just wild. Yeah. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing these next 10 cause we got some dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, on the female side and the male side, like we got some dogs in this circle. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how everybody progresses and grows. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Cause even like just with quarantine, I feel like I was so prepared because I had been hustling for three years already. I, I was like, yo, I hit the ground running. I, Bro, this quarantine ain't do nothing different for me. This is a regular day. <laughs> I, made, I, I, I made the most money on my own. I mean, probably the most money ever last year. That's awesome. So I know... Damn, I feel bad because obviously, like people are, you know, are not maybe seeing the same success. But when I was going through my trials and tribulations, 
2016 to 2019, 2020 even, <laughs> if yeah. you don't, I, I had I had my own struggles. So it's kind of, you know, I was prepared based on that. So it's, you know, got to find, you just got to find your way, really. Mm-hmm. I think that's key too, is like really knowing everybody's journey is unique so not comparing when when you're thriving to somebody else is struggling or when you're struggling to somebody else is thriving mm-hmm. just know that when it's your time it's your time and what's meant for you is meant for you absolutely absolutely that that's yeah i, I definitely uh, subscribe to that thinking as well mm-hmm. and everton i can't remember if you mentioned earlier but are you in a relationship uh i am i am is it uh how do you feel like that kind of play because i know before you were talking about how you really have to find that balance between work time and personal time. And you were saying like, you know, being able to dedicate time to relationships. So yeah. in a relationship, you know, um, it's, it's, it's interesting because I mean, you know, it's, um, it's a commitment, you know, it's, it's, it takes work. You know, I think that's the biggest thing I learned through this most recent relationship I'm in is like, okay, it's really, you gotta be really intentional and purposeful in what you're doing with this. So, um it's it's because i've been i I guess i've been an entrepreneur the whole time i've been able to be as flexible as possible like you know my girlfriend actually spent some time in new york so i would go up there you know a good amount of of time because i had the freedom to um but uh yeah no it's uh it's interesting because i do feel like there are times where uh i struggle with the balance. So for instance, we went to Atlanta last weekend for Valentine's Day. And I wasn't, I I still had, as always, I still got plenty of work to do. So it's like, it took me, you know, that weekend kind of took me out. And then when I got back, I was so exhausted. I needed like a vacation from the vacation. Mm -hmm. So I needed like a personal care day for myself. and then, like, I had, uh, <laughs> on top of that, I had, like, a little back injury. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I lost, like, you know, pretty much the whole week in terms of production, productivity. And I feel like maybe sometimes even my, my relationships can be, uh, like, a, like, a little safe space away from the hustle or like a distraction almost from the hustle. Uh, so, you know, I feel like I do kind of, I'm definitely more cognizant of balancing and, and, and uh, how I'm allocating my time uh, between mm-hmm. like hustling, the relationship, and then everything else I got going on as well. And I know, hit, uh, go ahead, I was just gonna say, you hit on something that I feel like a lot of people in general don't necessarily acknowledge but a relationship can also be a distraction from the goal so how important is it to have a partner who understands what you're trying to build and where you're trying to go how important it's it's hmm. i say i'm realizing the power of the partner even more now uh so you know, I think with every relationship, it takes some sort of like growth 
and like open communication and like like sharing of your needs in order for it to work like that's the only way to really have a true adult relationship so right. i think for me as i become as i get deeper into uh the hustle if you will i'm learning that okay i got to communicate what i need to my partner and then it's up to them to kind of meet those plans and fill the role if whatever it is so even for me i i feel like for most of my life my love language may have been more like centered around physical touch but as i've gotten deeper into the hustle i'm like more of an act of service type person mm -hmm. like you know i got a lot going on so maybe i need help with this that and the third kind of mm -hmm. fit in see where you could help me lend a helping hand because it get real it do <laughs> it, it does everything i mean shout out to the entrepreneurs that are actually uh parents as well that's nice shout out like I, I don't even know how but shout to them i don't know how <laughs> i really don't know how <laughs> i um how. i you know vince right yeah 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 so i mean what he and jackie do i mean i'm constantly saluting him and him being my business partner with the Bonafide Agency and just helping me stay organized and doing what he does. I'm like, bro, I don't know how y'all do it. Y'all are literally superheroes, bro. Right. Like, right. But it's just yeah. know, not that bad, especially when it's two, when it's, uh, two entrepreneurs together. Just well, that's why I said having that same mentality, like, right. and, and sharing that vision, because he even mentioned he was like yeah if jackie didn't do what she did i don't know like how this would go because bro it's, it's such a different mindset when you're an entrepreneur and you wear so many hats and like you said it's always work to be done so having somebody who understands that piece and i think like you said too having some balance like knowing when to take a break and all of that stuff that's something that comes with it but uh, being able to communicate those needs and voice certain things that they may be able to help ground you or vice versa i think that's huge so let me let me ask I, you what y'all think about so do you think your partner if you're an entrepreneur do you think your partner has to be like an accountability partner as well like they gotta hold you accountable when it comes to work and hustling and things you need to be doing for the business do you think that's their job anybody I, in your life they should know your vision and they should be able to give you honest feedback when you're bullshit okay okay that's yeah. dope yeah sure. yeah i can agree with that uh, different perspective than what i was gonna say but i was gonna say i guess it's what you allocate to them like okay um what expectations you set for them because like sometimes you may have a business partner who is that is that and then for your relationship maybe you want her to be the support system Mm. and you want her to champion you at certain times and give you that little bit of gas that you need so i think it's it's whatever role you allocate okay good both good answers i would i really would just it, you know like i said I, i'm i'm really at a point where i'm really open to other perspectives so i'm you know it's really just getting life help <laughs> like mm -hmm. you know, what do other people think about these things and then kind of taking that information and seeing what you could apply to your own thinking as well mm -hmm. And Blair, when you when you mentioned that, it made me think more of like, because the, the um my boyfriend, I think him, him being a full time entrepreneur, he actually just started his entrepreneurship like full time, mm -hmm. um in January, 
And I feel like the most valuable thing I could be to him, the most valuable asset that helps to hold him accountable is just me being in my divine feminine, like me just being that source of comfort, mm. of encouragement, of believing in him. Because if I give him that, he'll take care of that's, that's accountability. That's, that's all we need. Care of everything. Or at least for me, like I know in my situations, like I just need that little bit of battery in my back. <laughs> and like that's that's all the accountability. Like I don't need you telling me what I need to do. Like right. I'm already thinking about that piece. So I can hold myself accountable, but I think it, it's I, nice to have the support. Yeah. I think your partner should definitely like inspire you somehow for sure. Like that's that's uh required, I feel. For sure. I feel like women are such incredible muses like when y'all do embrace that divine feminine energy like it's just looking at you makes you want to hustle so <laughs> i mean it's like you said it's inspiring just in its own when you have the right energy for me yeah for sure um Go ahead, i was just gonna say uh, before we wrap up, kind of talk to us more about like what you're doing in the community down in Miami. Uh, being a Florida boy, I know that's important to you. Yeah, nah, it's, uh, you know, like I said, I mentioned the brand before at the 305 underscore the letter O on Instagram. Um, we, I, I've, I've uh, always had a desire to give back in, in, in some form. Um, so, uh, you know, right now, I'm still like kind of rounding up the funds from a collab I did last year that I'm gonna donate to local organizations. Um, shout to this company called Better. Uh, shout, shout to the company called Better at Better on Instagram. They actually gave you know reached out to me. I, my old creative director from the Dolphins works over there now, so he just reached out and was like, "Yo, you know, with everything going on, we uh we want to support." some type of collab, some type of release where you can, you know, do what you do and we uh, donate the proceeds to local organizations. So um, I, it was a lot of work for me. You know, I was, I, I basically was, I did everything for it from production to design to uh, content, you know, everything. So that was a really dope release for me. Like I said, we're gonna donate the funds to a couple organizations here. Uh, you know, if not the end of this month, then probably in March, because we have uh, an event that we do every six weeks, uh, Shout the Social Exchange Miami. Uh, it's a partnership I have with them. We do a, a Miami-inspired cultural art experience in the middle of Overtown. So it's a really dope, I guess, cultural uh, vibe, if you will, um, in the heart of like, the black community in Miami. So we do that every six weeks. Like I said, the next one is going to be three or five day, March 5th. So, um, you know, we have artists come out. We have hand selected Miami DJs. Um, we uh, have local vendors. Actually, always a really good sales day for everybody that vends there. So it's a really dope event. Um, we also got a little uh, trap museum from Atlanta next door to the venue and uh, Red Rooster Overtown, which I don't know if y'all familiar with Red Rooster in Harlem from Marcus Samuelson. He uh, kind of creates this uh, restaurant concept in gentrifying black communities, but also he puts it there to kind of preserve like the history, but also give something kind of uplifting to the community, like a nice restaurant experience. That's so, dope. Beautiful. Um, 
Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. So you're obviously got a lot of stuff rolling out very soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like I mean, I, I have I have like ongoing releases right now. I just did a whole uh collection inspired by the Orange Bowl and UM's twentieth uh it's been twenty years since UM's last national championship, so honoring that season. Um, Those are dope too, by the way. Appreciate that, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, also, 35 years since the Dolphins left Orange Bowl, so honoring that as well uh, with the new collection. Uh, I also have, funny that Makeda has the Muhammad Ali picture behind her, but I have a uh, a piece that I released last year inspired by Muhammad Ali's time in Miami, because I don't know if y'all know, but we made, like, we actually made Muhammad Ali in Miami because, he, you know, he was Cassius Clay when he moved here, he had the fight of the century, and then he actually became Muhammad Ali after that. Got in touch with Muslim, the Muslim community down here. I didn't realize that was the Florida connect. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So okay. that, you know, uh, one night in Miami, the film that just came out, like it kind of talks about that, uh, how Miami was actually this hotbed for black power, if you will, back in the in the sixties. So um, I'm gonna release something, uh, re-release a Muhammad Ali shirt that I did last year at the end of the month. So Q1 is wrapping up strong, if you will. Trying to see what else we could do. Um, down the road, I'm, I'm actually, I was also in Atlanta because I was uh, doing some groundwork to get a pop-up up there and collaborate with some people in the A. You know, it's a lot of Floridians and Miamians in, in Atlanta and they kind of, they'll rep the shit harder than anybody here because they in a different place they want mm-hmm. to home so um we're looking at that and then also looking at la and or new york for pop-ups as well so looking over there too. that's dope come on out here <laughs> the sun is shining we ready <laughs> yeah i'm trying to see what you got on the ground out there um but yeah uh a lot a lot going on a lot going on with the brand that's 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 my baby and that's kind of ideally you know like i said getting in that space of you know full autonomy on your time and all that uh that's where i want to be where i could just get up have that on autopilot and create from that lens on the daily and be that voice for voice of pride for the city you know it's the landscape is vastly changing down here like rapidly so uh, I want to make sure we preserve our culture as much as possible. Um, I don't know if y'all like seen any of these articles that's come out recently about how people are moving to Miami and Florida and uh, probably Tampa too, even um, where like big companies or even like Silicon Valley companies are moving down to Florida mm-hmm. because of the weather. And they realize like, yo, we could do all this shit remotely where why don't I just live in paradise? <laughs> exactly. Why would I stay in the cold when I don't have to be here? Like, I heard New York is a ghost town right now, which is crazy because everybody touts New York is like this yeah. spot, but, <laughs> you know, you take away the kind of the luster goes away. Bro, that's facts. I, <laughs> I mean, again, living in different places and experiencing nowhere near like a New York type cold, but like a Seattle and Atlanta, like, Atlanta was colder than Seattle, and I'm like, Atlanta too cold for me. So, um, Florida boy, I heard, I was like, I need, I need the sun for one, because it's too gray in the winter. 
um, and I need some warmth. So, yes, I got I got to stay at the crib. Right. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, bro, I'm I'm not going nowhere, especially because if I leave, I'm making space for somebody probably outside of the come take take up land and ownership. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm 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 posted up. I, I live down the street from the stadium, and I'm like, I'm never I'm not leaving because I know they're going. They gonna flip a switch one day. <laughs> mm. It's gonna probably change, but I really want to hold it down if you will. Gotcha. I have so much appreciation for you, you know, planting those roots nice and firm, and and yeah. having and being intentional about it because that's what we need. We need to stop leaving our neighborhood to let other people take over them. That's what I, all my, a lot of my friends right now that I grew up with are like, you know, contemplating going elsewhere, and I'm like. I feel you, you know, it is hard to kind of make a way in somebody in, in Miami, really, because, you know, whether it be the cost of living in the schools, all these different things, but we was raised on that and we came out okay. Right. I, I think it's, it's more, you know, the parenting is a huge part of who we are today. So mm-hmm. I'm holding it down, like I said. They actually just moved like, the Dolphins training facility next to the stadium. So now both of those things are in the middle of Carroll City. Um, it will be interesting to see if some players will actually move around here as well, or even like a Miramar, South Broward, uh, because, you know, because the training camp used to be in Davie, a lot of players would just end up living in Davie. So I would kind of want to see if uh, having the training facility here would help you know, bring some players to Miami Dolphins as well. Property value going up in that case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, if I bought my house today, I, I would not be able to afford it, the market price. So, yeah, man, real estate in Florida in general is going up, like, all across the state. Like, I mean, even in the pan, I was talking to my homie about it, but it's like places where you used to be able to buy bulk land for somewhat cheap, like now it's through the roof and like even rental prices it's like bro you're not paying as much to live in that area like mm. that was yeah. crazy yeah. yeah that's a whole other conversation for sure <laughs> for sure yeah but um i guess let's let the people know where they can find you at and okay. um and any last tidbits that you might want to leave with the people okay all right um you can find me at Everton Allen on IG, EvertonAllen.com. You can see my resume. I'm actually working on updating my portfolio as we speak. Uh, I had a couple of people ask for that recently, and I hadn't done that since like 2016. Been hustling for a <laughs> um, So, yeah, at Everton Allen on everything. I own that. That's me. I actually got my logo tatted and everything. So, I'm real big on branding. Uh, you can also find the brand at the thrill five underscore. That's at the three letter O five underscore on Instagram. Uh, you can also shop with us at the thrill five.com. And yeah, I guess any last tidbits? Man, keep hustling. We're going to get this bag this year. Yes, <laughs> facts. <laughs> Receive that. That's all. Yeah, right, right. That's, that's what we're on right now. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much, Everton, for coming, sharing. You dropped so many jewels. I was taking notes as you were talking. Um, so we are so grateful for you, you know, taking this journey, listening to your spirit and being willing to make mistakes and to, you know, keep pushing through and to be able to invest back in our community. That's what this is all about is as we 
you grow as your individual, you know, your posts of pour that over, share that with people around you to help to empower and elevate them. So, so yeah. grateful for the work that you were doing Absolutely. and all that is to come. <laughs> all is well. Thank you so much. Yeah. For sure, bro. Thank you for coming on. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. You too, bro. Peace. Peace. Hey, Parallel Podcast listeners. If you're looking to learn more about building a strong mindset and deepening your meditation practice, join Makita every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time live on Instagram for Makita's meditation and mindset tips. You can also schedule a free consult by visiting the link in her Instagram bio at Makita Smiles. And for all things health and wellness, check out Blair's site, threelayerswellness.com for products, services, and resources. And if you're looking to establish or enhance your business online presence, don't forget to check out thebonafideagency.com for assistance with websites, logos, graphic designs, and more. You can find all of this information in the show notes as well.